Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and it's Tuesday, November 28th. Tesla briefly increased the deposit amount for the Cybertruck before reverting to the original price. The reservation price was set back in 2019 at $100, not a terribly high barrier to get on the list. By 2021, a crowdsourced reservation tally was putting pre-orders at over 1 million units. Later, Elon Musk confirmed that number, but the independent tally now sits at over 2 million. For unknown reasons, an official reservation price shot up to $250, but it was changed back without any additional information. When Tesla starts delivery of a new vehicle, the process generally involves converting reservations into orders by asking for bigger deposits, historically between $1,000 and $2,500, depending on the time and the model. Now, this foible could indicate that Tesla will increase the reservation price after the launch, which is in just a couple days. After filing twin lawsuits against the Swedish Transport Agency and the country's Postal Service after workers refused to deliver license plates for their cars, Tesla can enjoy a small victory in the Battle of Sweden. A court in Sweden has backed the automaker, offering a temporary injunction. On November 20th, workers from the Swedish Postal Service, called Postnord, joined the action against Tesla in the sympathetic strike refusing to deliver the plates until Tesla signed a collective bargaining agreement with IF Metal. Workers have disrupted the Swedish transport agency's delivering of the Tesla plates, and now the postal company has been ruled against, with the state saying that they must deliver the plates to Tesla within seven days or pay a fine of one million Swedish crowns. Now, certainly the battle is not over in total, and still there is a second lawsuit against PostNord, which is also blocking other deliveries of mail for Tesla. That one is awaiting a court ruling still. Tesla has been spotted building a decent-sized fleet of over 25 Cybertrucks at Gigafactory Texas, this ahead of the launch. Now, until recently, it was never clear how many Cybertrucks Tesla was prepared to deliver at the event. There have been evidence that the automaker has built a few hundred trucks for the test program, but it's been rare to see more than just a truckload at a time. Now, some have been clinging to the hope that the automaker would quickly deliver large numbers, as many units have been spotted at various locations. Elon Musk at one point warned to temper expectations when it comes to Cybertruck production. But now a drone pilot named Jeff Roberts spotted more than 25 Cybertrucks freshly cleaned and awaiting delivery, we assume delivery. Tesla has populated its showrooms with Cybertruck units ahead of the launch, and it was surprisingly successful in attracting large crowds. Various locations are showing large numbers of people checking out the truck from California, Miami, and Langley, BC. Tesla is likely going to keep adding Cybertrucks to stores to give reservation holders the opportunity to see it in person as they try to convert reservations into cash money orders. Ford dealers are not as enthusiastic about electric cars as was initially thought. After asking their dealers to join in on an epic journey of sustainable expansion, Ford has revealed that over two-thirds of their dealers joined, but close to 400 have dropped out since then. Ford plans on tapering off electric vehicles to dealers who don't join in and demands those who do join make investments in their operations. To get in at various levels, dealers have to pay for additional training, equipment, and charger installation. Last week, Illinois State Motor Vehicle Board handed Ford dealers a victory 
after about 26 of them argued that the company's EV program violated state laws. Ford says that their recent easing of these requirements is not due to the ruling. However, Automotive News says that nearly 400 dealers have dropped out anyway. Ford says that the enrollment in their dealer program for EVs has fallen to around 1,550, which is 53% of their network. The Fiat 500e will return to the United States as the most affordable EV option on the market. The brand aims to revitalize sales with the 2024 Fiat 500e starting at just $33,000. Fiat, you don't really hear too much about in the U.S. because sales have vanished over the past few years. The first Fiat EV was a compliance car with only 84 miles of range and sales in just three states. As a matter of fact, a friend of mine bought one of those for his daughter, and I asked him what she did wrong. Anyways, the new Fiat 500 EV promises more range, which is yet to be specified, and a starting price under 33 k And we're not sure if it's a compliance car still, as the company has yet to say if it will be limited to certain states. The new version of ye old electric Nissan Leaf is due out next year, and here's a look at what we know so far. According to a Nissan source, its design will be closer to the Aria and will launch as a next-generation crossover coupe SUV. You can let me know what you think that would absolutely come to because all of those terms are totally up for interpretation. Anyways, Nissan has said that the next-generation Leaf is being previewed in its chill-out concept, which is a bill that emphasized the interior space as sort of a comfortable office space. Its batteries will come from Nissan's cell plant, which is currently under construction. Nissan claims that these new batteries will offer 33% more energy density compared to the current LEAF, which has a 62-kilowatt-hour pack. It'll help boost the range to 239 miles, which makes it more competitive with the run-of-the-mill options on today's EV market. Nissan will kick off its EV campaign next year with the next-generation LEAF, and an electric Juke and other electric models will follow in turn. Toyota is securing substantial funding as it looks to catch up in the EV race. Sources close to the matter say that Toyota and its affiliates will sell a stake of around $4.7 billion in Denso, which is the second largest global auto supplier. The automaker held around a 24% stake at the end of September, and sources say that Toyota plans to sell around 10% by the end of the year. A Toyota spokesperson said that it was not in a position to comment on Denso, and likewise, Denso declined to comment, but the timing for Toyota to catch up is one very good indicator. Toyota has announced plans for new designs and manufacturing upgrades to improve efficiency. The company is promising its next-generation EVs, due out in 2026, will feature nearly 500 miles of range. Now, without a car to compare that to, the number doesn't say too much, but the cash haul isn't without precedent. Toyota said that they would sell a 250 billion yen stake in KDDI Corporation back in July. This shortly after revealing the new tech. In today's community comment found on YouTube, Martin Woods says, Hope you and your family and the rest of the Electrek team have a great Thanksgiving. Well, thank you very much, Martin. I can say for myself that we had a grand old time visiting my folks in the relative countryside in Washington State. We took a spin in the rebuilt 1929 Model A. We explored some woods nearby and found some moss, which is quite novel for us from Utah. And we made plenty of memories. 
It was great to get away and recalibrate away from daily work of trying to extract meaning from concept cars, measuring Cybertruck dimensions, and all that stuff. The trip was actually a little extended, but not by design. I'd try not to drive too far in the winter on account of road conditions, but now I have a whole new reason to avoid it. Because normally the drive takes about nine hours, but this time our electric car charged at pitifully low rates during a cold spell that swept through the area. At one point, the outside temperature was reading at 8 degrees Fahrenheit, and the regular charger speed that we incurred was around 30 to 45 kilowatts. Going from door to door, the entire trip took about 15 hours, which pushed yesterday's quick charge out of reach. I'm curious if any of you have had unpleasant stories of charging or with your electric cars. As these new cars begin to span the globe and reach new uses and environments, I'd like to know if there are other instances of disappointing performance, especially coming from the stalwart early adopters like you and me. Thanks for watching Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and I hope you have a great day.